the society of the spectacle. In the dystopian societies of Orwell and Huxley, a crucial role is played by the technologies of mass media, which have developed during the 20th century and have come to occupy such a dominant and defining space in the contemporary world. In Orwell's 1984, a satirical portrait of Soviet totalitarianism under Stalin, the mass media are primarily an instrument of fear, at once a dispenser of propaganda and a tool of surveillance. Big Brother is watching me, say the omnipresent wall posters, and the unwritten corollary of this statement is that the citizens must watch Big Brother and listen attentively to his propaganda machine. Huxley's Brave New World, on the other hand, presents us with a softer version of totalitarian order based on the systems of organization that were already coming to influence Western democracies, where the compliance of citizens to the ruling order is ensured by keeping them constantly distracted from social reality by means of sophisticated but meaningless entertainment. In their different ways, both writers pre-announce what French theorist Guy Debord would call the Society of the Spectacle, the title of a key essay written in 1967. For Debord, the Society of the Spectacle delineates a world in which we are completely alienated from ourselves, our labor and our desires, and in our relations with others, because in our minds, reality has been completely replaced by its spectacular representation. If during the early 20th century people learned to see the world through a camera lens, we have now reached the stage where we are no longer able to perceive or experience things or people except through the language and categories given to us by the media, which also have the function of telling us what we should or should not desire or be interested in at any given time. As the board writes, the spectacle presents itself as something enormously positive, indisputable and inaccessible. It says nothing more than that which appears is good, that which is good appears. This tautological formulation is a modern version of the word of Keats Ode on Aggression Urn, Beauty's truth, truth's beauty. That is all ye know on earth and all you need to know. For the bar, TV is the modern world's Grecian urn. Only what appears in spectacular form seems worthy of our attention. We can identify and sympathize with the sufferings of a TV character or even of a real person who appears in a documentary more than we can with those of real people. The only things capable of arousing our curiosity are those which are promoted or endorsed by the media, advertising and fashion industries. Thus, being constantly filled with needs, desires and beliefs that are not our own, we are no longer able to understand either who we are or what we really need or want. The alienation of the spectator to the profit of the contemplated object, which is the result of his own unconscious activity, is expressed in the following way. The more he contemplates, the less he lives. 
The more he accepts recognizing himself in the dominant images of need, the less he understands his own existence and his own desires. Since the publication of Debord's essay, essay, the technologies and power of the mass media have grown exponentially as have their concentration in the hands of a few powerful multinational corporations. Moreover, the alienation Debord speaks of has reached the point at which it is no longer even necessary to have stars to dream about or identify with, as the success of webcams on reality TV shows, like Big Brother demonstrates, we can equally be persuaded to watch the formless emptiness and boredom of our li real lives, providing it appears on a screen. <laughs>